Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Let's talk about here on the show today. In the final segment of the show, we will be joined by Sean Mooney. Very excited to have him on the show today. Lots to talk about past, present, and future professional wrestling. Got a lot of news to get into today as well. What did you think of SmackDown last night? We have new matches added to the SummerSlam pay-per-view, including what is now a three-way Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Carmella, triple dead match for the WWE SmackDown women's title. We can talk about that on the show today. All of the other matches as well. We can run down the entire card. We have the finals of the SmackDown Tag Team Tournament, which is going to be determined next Tuesday on the show. New Day versus Sheamus and Cesaro. The winners will be facing the Bludgeon Brothers for the title at the pay-per-view. We have AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. What did you think of the Samoa Joe promo last night? What did you think of Carmella's match with Charlotte last night? Especially coming off the promo that Carmella did the beginning of the show saying, nobody thought she deserved to be champion, and they thought that she sucked. What did you think about her main event after that promo? We also have new matches added to the May Young Classic. Updates on a couple of WWE stars that are out of action and more. If you want to give us a call here today, the phone number, 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. We'll answer as many of those as we can in the first two segments of the show. And then, as noted in the final segment, Sean Mooney is going to join us, one of the voices of WWF back in the 90s, doing a lot of different things today as well. I was on stage with him, in fact, at Wale Mania. So, a lot of stuff to get into, and we'll kick it up after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you are age 85 or younger, Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I want to start off with this text message here today. Boy, do I got a lot to say about this one here. This person says, I tried not to get too wrapped up about this type of stuff, but they're getting ready to screw Becky again, aren't they? Used to say she was the female Sting, but at least Sting won often and held actual titles. Well, first off, I mean, Becky in her promo, she's held the title like two years ago. So it's not like she's never been the champion. With all that said, actually, I didn't even say much. So I'll say more before I say with all that said. It's fake, right? It doesn't really matter who is the champion. It's not like... If she gets the belt, she will be paid more money than if she doesn't have the belt. She's going to get paid the same no matter what. 
There are, there are people that actually don't like to be the champion because then you have to carry that belt through the airport. It's a complete and total hassle. I so, don't like the cut of your jib, friend. I'm just telling you. It's I don't just, like it. Well, listen. Here's yeah. here's the bigger issue with this, okay? All right. It doesn't matter if Becky is or is not the champion, okay? But Carmella's the champion I got a problem with, especially after last night's show. It's not that I believe that Becky deserves to be champion more than Carmella. But when you are the champion, you got to get in there and you got to do some matches. And that Carmella versus Charlotte match last night was so ungodly terrible. Carmella was so horrible in that match. And now, of course, she did that promo at the beginning of the show, weeping about all the stuff that she has to hear on social media about how she sucks. Now I'm that guy. But you know what? It's my job. i got to tell you what's good and what's bad. Carmella is terrible in the ring. She's had terrible matches with every single person she's been in the ring with. Now, I've heard some people say, well, Brian, what about Charlotte? <laughs> Listen to me. Charlotte's been out for like a month, okay? She hasn't been out for 10 years. I was out for four years. I didn't have a match nearly as bad when I came back. This is not Charlotte's fault. That match was horrible. And the way that they're doing this storyline, now we're going to go to SummerSlam. We're going to have a three-way with Becky, Charlotte, and Carmella. Guaranteed, it's going to be way worse than if it was just Becky versus Charlotte. Guaranteed. And the way they're doing the storyline, it's also virtually guaranteed that Carmella is going to leave with the title yet again. I know she's pretty. There's a lot of pretty girls on the roster. Okay? She's got some personality. She doesn't need to be the champion going out there and having terrible terrible matches all the time that's my speech you know who's pretty brian do you know me becky lynch is pretty yeah she sure is and let me answer that texter's question yes they're going to screw becky lynch we don't know that i'm pretty sure of that and i think you laid that out kind of right right there you know and, and they've been laying it out on the show or at least they seem to on tuesday with charlotte popping back on the scene and Becky cutting the promo she did and looking like all of that's going to be taken away. Now, I would love to see Becky Lynch turn heel and take that title. But with all the focus they have on their real heel, you know, the one getting all that heat, Carmella, I don't think they're going to do that. And it's not that Becky deserves it or her pay is going to go up as as Tully Blanchard used to talk about back in the day, you know, that, that national television title is an extra ten grand or whatever it was in his pocket. Yeah, it's not the case with Becky. But what Becky deserves after all of this time and being so consistent for as goofy as some people may think some of her verbiage is or not, is a big, shiny spotlight. You know, kind of like the one Carmella's getting right now on SmackDown. And it would be a lot more palatable if she was in better situations and coming up looking better and... This was the only woman who had a winning streak that actually mattered. It looks like that's just going to go by the wayside as well, too, but that's a, a little bit of a different story. But, you know, Becky being downplayed as Carmella is so upplayed here, I think that's the problem for a lot of people. And, again, for me, but it's not on. anything against <clears throat> Carmella. It's, it's Carmella, as you said, holding that title and having to be in situations where she's defending it in the ring. She can be utilized far better in shorter matches doing other things. At least I say that, but I, apparently I'm wrong. But listen, everybody. Mike just said Becky's been on a winning streak. Like, where's Tamina at? Don't know. Exactly. 
<laughs> I mean, that Becky could be in that position. Becky's been on TV winning every single week. She has a spotlight on her. She's winning all of her matches, and she's going to be in the women's championship match at SummerSlam. It's not like she doesn't have the spotlight on her. She does. Brian, you you can do things on TV and not necessarily have them matter or have them be a thing but not be a true spotlight. I mean, let's be honest. Was Tyler Breeze, like, hiding in a a garbage can, you know, alongside? Did that really – was that that big of a spotlight? I mean, yeah, it was something. It was funny. It was amusing to a point from week to week, but like if you have a winning streak that doesn't matter, then what? But does it does matter, matter if- because she's on a winning streak and she's getting a championship match at the pay per view. Like this is actually a spotlight. Like this is this is second only to being the champion. I guess so, but I mean, she, whoever's the champion, you got to get in there and you got to wrestle. Your your pretty face can only take you so far. And that main event, I can't get over how bad that was. And I'm not the only one because I went on the board and, like, the first thing at the top was, is Carmella the worst wrestler? I can't remember what it was, but, I mean, she's not the worst wrestler in the world because we did have that Lana Lana Zelina Vega match. That was terrible as well. (laughs) But, like, one of the girls hasn't wrestled in God only knows how long, and the other one's Lana, okay? Like, what were you expecting? But neither of them are the champion. If, if, if Lana were the, the women's champion right now, I'd be giving the same speech about Lana. I don't care about her having a bad match in the middle of the show that, well, actually did go through a break, which was inconceivable. But The match started, they went to break. I actually thought that's how they were going to play it, and they were going to come back, and then it would end. I mean, we got the May Young Classic coming up. We got more girls announced for the May Young Classic. There are so many talented women that WWE has available, not only signed, but unsigned. You got a women's pay-per-view the alleged first ever women's pay-per-view coming up and meanwhile your champions are just oh i don't know look man that's look that's all i'll put a period on the end of the becky thing for me it's just that like you said a pretty face can only take you so far you know at some point you gotta wrestle and becky fits that perfectly and you know there are fans of hers that too like 80% tired of her being fit that, that perfectly there's tired of her being her two or three they want her to be that one and it doesn't matter if any of these other girls can wrestle they don't want charlotte they don't want sasha they don't want bailey they they want becky and they, they want her back on the on the map and, and and with carmella and charlotte being there two women who looked the exact same when they turned around and were just fighting there out there on the floor uh they, they want something different This person here says, it's a bit hard to hear you discuss how this stuff involving the champion is fake and does not matter when this company has been trying to make you like Roman in that spot for years. Great. Well, that's that's a totally different issue. It doesn't matter if Roman is the champion or not. They want him to be the top guy. And he's been the top guy for like four years, and he hasn't been champion for most of that time. So exactly what I said is the case. And, and, And here's a little bit of a difference for anything you want to say about Roman. You know, Roman's stuff in the ring for with the reaction that he gets oftentimes is really pretty good, especially in big, big match situations. So I don't know if it's the exact one-to-one there with Carmella. Carmella as women's champion reminds me of David Flair as U.S. champion, this person says. Well, she's better than David Flair. Yes. So if she wants to put that on her resume, she is better than David Flair. Person says, remember how they fired that guy who wrote the big cast promo? They should fire the guy who gave Lana match six minutes. That's probably Vince, actually. I mean, if he didn't want it to go six minutes, it wasn't going six minutes. I'm surprised Mandy Rose didn't do a run-in just to complete their, uh, never mind. Three-way, so Carmella loses without being pinned. Mandy Rose is way better than Carmella. I mean, I could go down this roster here and list off people better than Carmella. And there's only a couple there at the very bottom. 
Actually, why don't you name off the people worse than Carmelo? It might be easier. Okay, let me find the uh, SmackDown, SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, want, sure, you want not? both? I mean, because you got her, if we're if we're putting her at the bottom, I mean, Alexa is over Carmella, certainly, right? She's gonna make me feel very, very bad because I'm I'm you know being mean to her, which she was upset about on on the show last night. All right, so on SmackDown, let's see. Oscar's better than Carmella. Becky's better than Carmella. Billy. Mm. It's close. Billy Kay? I don't, I don't see enough of her to really know. She's not out there trying to do main events. But, NXT Billy Kay was better than Carmella. But they had a lot of tags that sort of I'm talking singles matches here. Charlotte's definitely better. Lana may be worse than Carmella. In fact, she probably is. Mandy's better. Naomi's better. Nikki's better. Peyton is better. Sonya Deville. Nah. Actually, you know what? She's even probably better than Carmella right now. She can roll. And Tamina. I think Tamina's better than Carmella. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, moving on to Raw, Alexa's better. Alicia Fox, ah, it's a tough one. Has been around longer. She has been around longer. She has more poise. I'm not sure if she's she's actually better. Bailey's definitely better. Dana Brooke, some days I think she's better, some days I don't. Amber yeah. Moon's better. Liv Morgan's better. Mickey James better. Natalia's better. Naya is better. Ronda Rousey at this point is better. At least she's had better matches. I'll tell you that much. I don't know if she's better if she had to do a long singles match with an hour's notice. Ruby Riot's better. Sasha Banks is better. Sarah Logan, I haven't seen enough. She may be better, but I'm not Indy sure about Sarah that Sarah Logan one. was better. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. Go with that. So that's the story. And this person here says, Charlotte has had awful matches with plenty of other women, not just Carmella. Name them. Name me another Charlotte match that was as bad as that one. Go for it. We got another half hour here. Mm. Some news here, then we'll go Wait, back before to before we go on. Do, yes. do you remember two weeks ago when Sasha whipped Dana Brooke off the apron and she took the bump out of the floor? Yes. You th- I honestly was thinking, is that how Dana Brooke feels as though she's going to keep her job? She I hope very well could. Case. I hope that's not the case. The return of Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey Monday. Linda Raw doing 2.90 million viewers. Actually beating the final average on June 19th by 1,000 viewers. It was the best number for the show since April 30th. I should hope so. I mentioned that Monday. If that rating sucked with the return of Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar and a three-hour storyline leading to Brock coming down to the ring, they'd have been in big trouble. You know, big trouble is in terms of bad ratings, not like any actual trouble. Big takeaway was the audience grew strongly in hour two. It did fall in hour three, but the third hour was the best since April. So there I you go. I still think, and I, they do this sometimes, as much as I like them doing a long storyline throughout the show, I think for most people, when you look at that last hour all the time, they should really peak the thing. I still believe that they should peak the thing in hour two going into hour three. I mean, there was that one week where they had the Ronda Rousey story was out of the way. There was a lot of stuff out of the way. And then you had a Seth Rollins match at the end that actually was, you know, kind of filled up the last part of the show. But, like, everything was kind of, like, done and crossed out by the time most people were watching the show. And then they went into to re, you know replay mode and package mode. And then probably, if I'm not mistaken, it was, like, primetime players time in that time as well, too, or uh, uh, Titus Worldwide. I still think that that's a better idea. I mean, you don't have to go with the Saturday night's main event route, which was stack everything at the beginning, and then, you know, as it got closer to 1 o'clock, you got the the match that didn't matter at the end. But I still think they should probably figure out a way to, to, you know, convince everybody to finish, not finish watching the show, but just everything kind of wraps up as far as the important stuff by 10 o'clock. This person's very confused here. He says, if Roman not being champ isn't a big deal compared with being the top guy, why has he been the one groomed to beat Brock for that title for just as long as they haven't done so with really anyone else, except maybe Braun, who Brock also beat clean already? 
let me explain this to everybody. It, it, it's like. <sighs> Take a second. Okay. So everyone knows this is not real. All right. It doesn't matter who the champion is. Now, the company wants the champion to be their most marketable person that can go out there and. It, it's not about. Like. Do people watch this person? Can this person go on on television shows? Can this person represent the company? Can this person go to this event, this event? Can this person be on the red carpet? Can this person do an awards show? That's what they want to see as the champion. Exactly. Their most marketable person. They see Roman Reigns as the most marketable person. They want him to be their champion. Does it matter? No, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They could have the champion. They put the championship on everybody. They've had the championship on Jack Swagger when it didn't matter. They have they have they have they have primary titles and they have secondary titles. And their primary title is the WWE Universal title. Now obviously the storyline is right now it's on the worst universal champion of all time because Brock doesn't do all of those things. But they're building up heat on the guy so that they can give it to the guy that they want to do all of that stuff. That guy is Roman Reigns. They don't see Dean Ambrose as that guy. They don't see Seth Rollins as that guy. They don't see Braun Strowman as that guy. All of those guys, I'm sure, will get the title here and there, as they have, but they want their one showcase guy as champion. It was Hulk Hogan, then it was Steve, then it was like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, then it was Steve Austin, then it was The Rock, then it was John Cena. Now that guy they think is Roman Reigns. They'll say it was Triple H. Now, the women's championship. It doesn't matter who the women's champion is, obviously. It's on Carmella right now. Well. They see her as very pretty, and they see her as very marketable. So she's out there with the belt. Now, that's all of what I just said is entirely separate from what we have to watch as fans. I have to watch the champion go out there and do long matches on television. I don't want to see Carmella doing those matches. They're terrible, okay? Who's the worst guy on the main roster? Dude-wise, is Ellsworth still count or no? He's not um, that bad. Like an actual, like they go out there and they have Connor? bad match. Jinder, okay. Jinder's no. a good example. Yeah. Okay. Yes. They put the title on Jinder solely because they wanted to make headway into India. That's why he was the champion. True. Okay. It didn't matter who was the champion. Obviously, like did SmackDown die because Jinder was champion? Of course not. WWE is all about the brand and selling network subscriptions, and getting TV deals, and getting you to come to a house show where you see all of the wrestlers. There, there, There's, with the exception of John Cena, there's nobody that they can put on the card, champion or not champion, that's going to sell significantly more tickets than anybody else. So it doesn't matter who the SmackDown champion is. They put the belt on Jinder, they proved it didn't matter. But you know what? We all had to watch horrible main events month after month on pay-per-view. He had he had bad matches with like people you can't have bad matches with. This Randy sucked. Orton, okay. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, this is this is this is two completely different things right here. So my point of all of this is, if it doesn't matter who the champion is, at least put the belt on someone who is pretty and marketable and can work matches. And there's a lot of women like that in the WWE roster besides Carmella. And and you know who one of them is, Brian. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch fans are upset because you know who has done that stuff in the past before? 
showed up on the Today Show in a fabulous dress alongside John Cena after WrestleMania when they both took their titles to the Today Show, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> but my, my issue, Mike, with the guy's original email was, is she going to get screwed again? The answer is no. She's not going to get screwed. I think if, for, for... if she loses, she's not being screwed. People uh-huh. lose and win all the time on the I'm show. Looking at this and rarely the are they screwed. Through the emotions of the fans of Becky Lynch, of the Beck Empire or whatever. I, I have no puns for Becky. How could I have a pun for somebody like Becky Lynch when she's got all of them? Mrs. Punderful. They just want to see her shine. They don't want Carmella there. She's shining right now. They don't want Charlotte there. She's not shining in the way that she should. She's a piece of gold, but she's tarnished right now up there. see what else we got here. Oh, by the way, this person says, have you seen MGF's promo from MLW after beat Joey Ryan? He's cutting promos that are better than 99% or 90% of WWE program. I've not seen it yet. You got to be a natural, and you know who's a natural here? Well, hold on. I am in the middle of watching Battle Royal or Battle Riot. I won't spoil it for you. Battle Riot. MJF is MJF is a natural at this. He really is. Yes. But he's not better than Samoa Joe. He is not better than Samoa Joe, no. Samoa Joe is the best talker in WWE. I don't want to yeah, hear any arguments. Mm. He was so phenomenal last night. He blew my mind. That's an old, hardened, grizzled veteran man speaking at you. Man, he was great. He was so good pushing every button. And now next week, AJ's got to go out there and follow that. Good luck. Say hi to your wife, AJ. That's something Joe would say. Person says, Brock hasn't done any public appearances for WWE since 2015. Exactly. I know. That's the point. (laughs) Roman's out there doing that. (laughs) Roman is out there doing all that because he's he's their top guy and he doesn't need to have the title. They want him to be the champion. And they don't want it that bad or they'd have the belt on him already. It doesn't matter who has the belt. He's their top guy, and eventually the top guy is going to have the belt. That's how things work. And Roman Reigns is going to win the belt, and at some point he's going to lose it again. But he'll still be the top guy in all of that. Just like if you go back to the Attitude Era, which I've been watching, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock are clearly, is anybody going to argue that they're not the two top guys? Triple H would. Okay, they're not, they haven't been long-term champions. Austin wins the belt, he loses it to Kane. Austin wins the belt. He uh, loses it to, I forget who he loses it after, because the Undertaker or whoever. Austin wins the belt. He loses it. Rock wins the belt. He loses it. Hunter's going to get the belt. He's going to hold it forever. Like, they were undoubtedly the top guys, but they weren't the champion through that entire period. They were, like, barely the champion. That belt's heavy. It is heavy. (laughs) It's heavy, and you have to have the separate bag for it and, and all that sort of stuff. Although, do you really need to do that now? Dude, Filthy That's Tom better hope he doesn't win that MLW title. Have you seen the size of that thing? That, well, he can... That's the biggest belt I may have ever seen. Well, he, he, he needs around a head that size, what does a belt matter? He's got he's to gotta get a separate... He'd have to get separate luggage for that. No, there, you know he doesn't. It no, probably he, beats that 50-pound limit. You know what he needs? Minoru Suzuki-style young boys around him at all times. They can carry his stuff for him, and then as soon as he gets it from him, he kicks them to the side. Mm. We're going to head to a break here in just a moment. Sean Mooney is going to be joining us here on the program today. Lots to talk about with him. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Shiver 
Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. It's the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash hire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash hire. ziprecruiter.com slash hire. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by Sean Mooney. Lots to talk about here. Very excited. Sean, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Brian? Not too bad. I'm, I'm going through your, your Twitter feed right here. If you guys want to follow him on Twitter, Sean Mooney Who, at Sean Mooney Who. And I did oh, come... Where came from? Yeah, I came to a, a, a sudden stop when I ran into Alex Dote. Is she your morning anchor? Yeah, yeah, she's uh, 
uh, anchor that I uh, host a morning show with out here in Arizona. Yeah, she's very lovely, and she loves coffee <laughs> animals in the beach. <laughs> that's what you got out of my Twitter. That's awesome, bro. <laughs> well, that's what I I was trying to keep going, but then I was like, who is that? Yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah what's uh, going on here? <laughs> but the other thing I did notice is your podcast. And you've got a lot of what I what I love about the podcast is I look through the guests that you have on the show and it's you you hear all the regular guests on the regular shows nowadays and it's usually a lot of current guys or indie guys or whatever and then you run into your podcast and there's Jeff Jarrett, Sid. Mm-hmm. I think it was Demolition Axe was on there. It's awesome. Yeah, just some some for for fans like Mike and I and some of the older fans, just some great names. Tell us about the podcast. Well, you know, Brian, you, you mentioned that, uh, you know, it's been awesome talking to people like, uh, you know, Sid, as you mentioned, and uh, we just have uh, the episode that's up right now is One Man Gang. But some of the best guests that we've had are people that, you know, you don't hear from a lot. Uh, we just had an episode with Mark Merrow, who, you know, uh, was just awesome because uh, he's, he's one of those stories that, you know, uh, comes up, uh, gets this tremendous push, uh, marries this unbelievably beautiful woman, and it all comes crashing down on him. And, you know, uh, drug use and, you know, all these things. And just such a great story. And he was so candid. And then this whole story wraps up with him reaching rock bottom, being uh, underneath a, a pier on Christmas Day, having lost not, you know, family members and his and Sable. And you'd think, oh, this guy would crawl into a hole, and yet he has gone on to become this incredible uh, motivational speaker for, for young kids. And, you know, th- those are really the episodes that I, I really love. And because I think a lot of these guys, and, you know, I was called my uh, podcast, the, the uh, uh, it's, not a, it's not interviews, it's, it's conversations. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, when you get down to it, and you know in the wrestling business, one of the toughest business in the world to make it, that they had to be special in some way to get where they uh, climbed to in, in the heights of, of professional wrestling. And so they're very, their stories are really inspirational. And, you know, people, you know, even uh, Lex Luger and his story, and, and, and just, uh, I just really enjoyed the ride, not even expecting it when I started doing it by any means. When did you start doing it? I mean, what 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 brought you back into the fold? Well, it's uh, let's see, we just I think we did. Now we're at fifty eight episodes, and I started doing it with Hacksaw. Uh, so we're, we're talking a little over a year now. But I had started to do a few things before then. Um, you know, I appeared on the thousandth episode of Raw, and then I'd been asked uh, to do a few other things. I'd done a, I'd done a couple of appearances, but. Um, uh, uh, Court Bauer called me, uh, or actually, first he messaged me, uh, messaged me on, on Twitter and said, uh, "I do, you know, we do these podcasts. I'm, I just think you'd be good doing one. Would you be interested?" And I was like, "What?" You know. And uh, so anyway, it just one thing led to another, and I uh, said, "Well, I'm going to do this, and I, I would like to get somebody to do it with me. It would be fun." And Hacksaw, I had always gotten along with tremendously when we were back with the WWF, and. Um, I, I called him a number of times, and then one time he finally answered, and uh, <laughs> and we did 20 episodes together. And then from that, then he, you know, he, he has such an incredible schedule. I mean, the guy's still on the road every week. And so he said he didn't, didn't want to do it anymore, and I wanted to keep doing it. 
and uh, now we have a, a great guest every week, and I really enjoyed it. You've been consistently and gainfully employed in the news business for a long, long time. So I don't know how much you were in the convention scene or anything like that, but did you have even an inkling in your mind that there were people like me out there who remember you from the WOR days and and doing double duty on Wrestling Spotlight and being there on all of those shows? Did you have any idea that people like me were clamoring to hear from you again? And what was your reaction when you found out that so many people did want to hear what Sean Mooney had to say about those days? Well, you know, it's crazy about uh, that. Uh, and that's a really good question because, um, like I said, I did an appearance for Raw, and uh, you know, and my son at the time was a huge uh, WWE fan, so he had kind of gotten me back into watching it. And so anyway, they invited me out. And they said, "Well, I'll come, but can I bring my son?" And they said, "Yeah, sure." So uh, we, I took him back there with me, and, and he had set up a Twitter account for me at that time. And I don't know. I think at the time, you know, I was doing. Uh, I was working with Fox then, uh, doing sports for uh, the regional network out here. And um, so he'd set up this Twitter account. And I remember that, that, you know, I did that appearance. And the next morning we're getting on, uh, you know, going to the airport. And he said, Dad, look at this. And I had like 3,000, in what, like one night, 3,000 new followers. I'm like, what? I had like a couple hundred, I think, before. I'm like, what the hell? And so that was kind of my first clue that, you know, there was something to this, but I still, honestly, I didn't get it. I just, uh, like, why would they want to see me? I was this guy who you know, sat in the event center and held mics for, for these interviews. And and uh, so after I did a couple of the, those uh, shows and got a chance to talk to the fans, I realized it. And finally, the light went on because I realized that that period of time not was just a, a tremendous uh, period of time in the, in the uh, history of wrestling. But these, a lot of these uh, people were kids, and this was a tremendous time in their lives. When they think back, it's happy times. You know, they didn't have to worry. They weren't worried about money. They weren't worried about going to work. They were, you know, maybe getting their homework done. But they, it just is a really special time. So anything that is connected to that brings back really great memories. And I was like one of these people who was on a favorite show of theirs. So once I understood that, then I realized, you know, uh, now I get it. But it, it took me a long time, believe me. I was one of those kids, you know. I was with all the yeah. other programming. My father had passed away, and like it, like a lot of people, I think, you know, wrestling's always been that thing that's been there for you. And you know, it, at the time, I was only twelve years old. My father passes away, and like the only thing that was there was like wrestling was there for me. And like I can remember yeah. on like Channel Forty Five in Baltimore on Saturday nights, it was you and Sherry doing wrestling spotlight you know it was the c show probably not a lot of people ended up seeing the show because it probably wasn't aired in a lot of areas but your interplay on that show was something that i would look forward to every saturday because it was great and i i guess what was it like working with sherry because i know there were a lot of different hosts to that show and i'm not sure how much of it really exists out there for people to see but like what was it like sitting there with sherry and, and going back and forth yeah well uh mike you know that um you know, that wasn't me. That was my uh, my twin brother, Ian. Ian, yes. Uh, also, yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, so obviously you like to tune in every week to see Sherry beat the, the, the stew out of me because that woman, I mean, beat me every show. I, I, <laughs> like she would just come up with ways to mess with me. Uh, but we had a great time, and I had a, a really good relationship with her. She was 
so much fun to work with and, and very creative and up for anything, no matter what we did. So, uh, you know, it was short-lived, but um, that was a lot of fun. And, and it was, you know, anytime I got to be out of the event center from sitting in there and doing those markets uh, over and over and over again, uh, I loved. And that's that was uh, some of my best memories of doing, you know, those other shows. You know, prime time, I got the chance to host that show with Bobby in front of a live audience. That was just God, we had so much fun doing that show. And then all of the Coliseum home videos with Lord Alfred, uh, who was, you know, such a great friend of mine. Um, and it, it's, it, you know, those, those were the things that I really loved doing. So it was just a, a great experience. And it's nice to know because I hear that all the time. And people will tell me stories and they'll say, you know, my dad's not here anymore, but uh, we used to watch every week. And, so, you know, I really understand where that connection is because it, it was such a great time, not just because of what was happening with the WWF, WWE was, um, you know, just in their lives. And, and uh, that, that, that to me is just really awesome. And that's why I love when people listen to the podcast, uh, Primetime with Sean Mooney, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that, that brings all that back. I and mean, we talk about those times and talk about their lives and what they were going through. So, uh, you know. I really, I'm really having a good time doing it. You know, I was watching an old Raw, and there was a backstage deal with Michael Cole. This was in the 90s. And yeah. I looked at him, and I thought, God, he looks exactly like a young Vince McMahon. And then I started looking at, like, all of the guys that Vince hires, Sean Mooney, Michael Cole, Todd Pettengill, Tom Phillips, Vic Joseph. It was kind of like... Everyone he hires, not everybody, obviously, there are exceptions, but he seems to hire, he wants his backstage announcers to be him when he was young doing the same job. Did you ever, <laughs> like, when you were being hired, what was the hiring process like? Did he just sort of look at you and you did a quick thing and he's like, you're hired? Or or, or what did you actually have to do to get a job with WWE? Oh, man. Um, that That's, that's uh, you take me back, and, and people have asked me that, uh, about that process that went on, and, and um, Bruce has talked about it too. And I forgot that he was in that room, you know, in the studio when we did that. But um, it's probably a good thing that I was just so naive about the business at the time and really didn't know and just thought, oh, I got an opportunity to be on TV and, and be able to, you know, uh, do the, the, the kind of things that I wanted to do. And uh, so. I didn't realize at the time that they were bringing in, you know, hundreds of people and how intense it was. And I think it's probably a good thing because I was totally relaxed. I uh, pretty much nailed doing, you know, reading the prompter. And um, Bruce has even said that when they had me, you know, they sell, sell me the broom. And somehow I pulled that off pretty well. But I think what put me over with Vince is that, I remember I, I was living in New York at the time. I was working for Major League Baseball Productions. I was riding the train up for this audition. And I was going up there, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm sure there are people, you know, other people I've got to go up against here. I have to do something different. And um, so I came up with this skit uh, about, you know, be, be a true wrestling fan. You know, stand up when people, you know, I can't even remember what I did. But when I when they got done with the regular audition and they were kind of like next, I said, "Hey, can I just do one more thing? This little thing that I worked on. I man, just if it's okay." And they said, "Yeah." And I think that you know I don't know how good it was or whatever, but I, but I think that they said, "Well, this guy, is, you know, 
think on his feet. And he did something different here. And, uh, you know, I think that's why Vince liked me and, and brought me in because two weeks later, I mean, I never even had to go back for another audition. They just called me up and said, uh, you know, Vince wants to offer you a position. I watched some of those old, like, event centers or whatever they're called, and you're you're running down the lineup for the pay-per-view, and you'll say, let's hear from Dino Bravo. Uh-huh. And they go to Dino, and he cuts some promo, and it's like, it's a Dino Bravo match. Like, how could you possibly want to see this on pay-per-view? But by the time the event center is over, you're like, I can't wait to see this. And it's uh-huh. like... I, I don't know if it's it's you're doing such a great job building all of this up, or if it's because what I remember as a kid, or it's because they don't do it nowadays. But man, this stuff is fun. Stand by, we'll talk more about the podcast after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is one 888 If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Sean Mooney joining us here today. A lot of Twitter feeds to check out. At Primetime Mooney is the Twitter for the podcast. And Sean, let's get some plugs in for everything. How can people listen to the show? How can they follow you on Twitter, StarCast, etc.? Well, it's uh, pretty much on all platforms, of course, iTunes, uh, Primetime with Sean Mooney, and then whatever uh, else you guys might use. Uh, got great conversations, and uh, we'd love to uh, hear from you all the time. Uh, that's how you can keep up with us and what we're doing. As you mentioned, at Sean Mooney Who, and then uh, you can email me even at uh, primetimemooney at gmail.com. Man. And then, of course, uh, Brian, uh, uh, as you know, we've got StarCast coming up. I've been doing a lot of work with that. And uh, I'm going to do a live show there with Jim Johnston, if you uh, heard our uh, podcast we did with him, uh, talking about the themes of the WWF that means so much to people, uh, if you're a wrestling fan of that, at that period of time. And, of course, he's been doing it, you know, up until just these uh, recent times. But it's called Behind the Themes, and so I'm really excited about that. So a lot happening. Yep, check it out. A lot of information coming about StarCast over the next couple of days. I'll talk more about yeah. it tomorrow, but... You can check it out, fight.tv slash StarCast, if you can't actually go. That is fight.tv forward slash StarCast. And Sean is up all over the place. Check out the podcast, new one up right now, with Akeem the African Dream, One Man Gang, (laughs) which is available right now. It looks awesome. And there's some cool pictures up there of you and him just recently, actually. So check those out. Sean, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. We're totally out of time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody to the studio, callers and listeners. Talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. 